Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Winners and Losers. It's 10.07, and I'm on my own, because Pete, just like my air defence, has just deserted me. So, no, Pete's running a bit late, so he'll join us very soon. So, you're just stuck with me. So, so uh, not really sure what we should talk about. Shall we start with Liverpool 7? Yes, Liverpool 7, Man United nil in one of the most mental games of football I've ever been to in all my life. Honest to God, that was just... Different levels of ridiculousness. Absolutely amazing. And it was great watching them absolutely cry in all the way through. Uh, even on the chat, Bart Dicko, biggest winner must be Gav because he was there. Yeah, he was. Gav definitely enjoyed himself. I saw him post-match. He definitely enjoyed the enjoyed it. And can you how good was Cody Gap? But we'll get to him. He definitely looks like the um the ideal replacement for Bobby or looks of it. But listen, no we're winners and losers, we sort of like Look at the weekend, look what's happened, who's doing well, who's not doing so well. Let's be honest, nobody cares apart from, nobody cares apart from the um the Man United, the Man United Liverpool game. So we'll just talk about that. And quite frankly, there's so many losers the Man United side, there's so many winners on the Liverpool side. We could spend hours talking about this and we'll quite enjoy it. Um hopefully Matt, um Pete's gonna join me. If not, you're more than welcome to jump on and have a chat with me. So right, so before Pete joins us. Let's have a bit of a review. As Kev rightly points out, uh, Sal has broken Robbie Fowler's record. I mean, to put it into context, he's broken Robbie Fowler's record in about 60 less games. And Robbie Fowler was absolutely unbelievable as a number nine. He was ridiculous. And Sal has done it in 60 games less, which is just unreal. It's different level stuff, uh, which I always found it baffling when people um, were questioning early in the season because 
we all go through these bad spells, but I don't know how you could question him. He's just, he was just ridiculous. Um, so, guys, for chat, you know, be honest. When you saw the lineup, um, how confident were you? Were you worried? You know, was it the side you expected? Um, if I'm honest, um, you know, back four is expected, front three is expected. The only surprise for me was Harvey Elliott starting, and you were con- there is that concern with Harvey probably off the ball. Does he? Will he do enough? Will he cover it? But I think me and Kev were talking, at least with projections on the bench, he gave you a defensive option to throw when you needed it. Uh, but with Harvey, his best game for Liverpool has been at home to Man City, uh, which we also won. And there's an interesting stat going around saying that midfield three has played six games now and is still undefeated. And we've already seen two goals with them there. So it sort of works. Um, Klopp's pre-match press conference was interesting. He was pretty much saying... We set a record for pressing and counter-pressing with Harvey against Watford. And look, that's why he's the Liverpool manager. He obviously realised that against them, that's what we needed. And maybe that's the reason he got the nod ahead of Bajesic. Plus, Bajesic's only 18, so he does need a little bit of a you know rotation and rescue. He's doing a mentally frazzle like we've done before. Dave Lennon and I predicted nil-nil, just saying. I mean, to be fair, Dave, you know we predict anybody else winning but Liverpool. So, you know, a nil-nil is quite good. Kev's got uh, Man United watch along of the winners of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I've, I mean, I've got to be honest. Some of those watch alongs are so funny, which is why you'll never catch me again to watch alongs of Liverpool games. We get far too involved, and it's just, you know, you just like to make a, make a fool of yourself, aren't you? Uh, John in the chat, John. Uh, I was so happy for Harvey yesterday. A lot of fans have been slagging him off, but he's getting better and better. Yeah, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I thought first half, I thought he. He did struggle a little bit. I thought him and Darwin were probably not at the were probably not quite at the races a little bit. But what was good about Harvey was he um he built on from it, you know, got through a difficult start and got better and better and better. And you know, he showed that in the second half. The interesting watching it in the ground was although he's on paper the right side of the midfield three, a lot of times he seems to be pushing forward and was almost like another number 10. It was almost like a time you played Gakpo and Harvey as two tens, a bit like a box midfield. He just seems to be a way of putting pressure on them. Uh, but what you don't, I didn't realise until I watched him in person is um, how good Gapo is dropping deep as almost like a number 10, the false nine role. His link-up play is really good because a lot of the talk with Gapo we signed him was he hasn't got the best possession stats. He does give the ball away quite a bit. But maybe that was the role he was being asked to play was to take more risks further forward because I'll be honest, he was um, he was really, really good. And him dropping deep made it difficult uh, for Casemiro and Fred to man-mark anyone because it, it was almost like four and two all the time. And tactically, you've got to give Klopp his flowers. I thought tactically Klopp got it absolutely perfect. Um, Ray Kennedy uh, in the chat. Alan Hansen once slated for one comment in 1995, win nothing with kids. Gavin Nars stupid things and got every prediction wrong. He is a dial in the media. Uh, to be honest, Sky probably love him because... Everyone goes and watches. Have you seen the latest stupid thing Gary Neville said? I mean, when when uh, Pete joined us, I, we'll talk about Gary Neville's uh, petulance because I thought post match he just made an absolute show of himself and just looked like a petulant child, which was quite funny to watch. Um, Matt in the chat here, uh, Harvey was only going to get better at learning where his defense, where to be defensively, and has gained more experience. He's already has the attacking influence in the locker. Yeah, there is there is that definitely about him. You know, it was really, really pleased to see. Um, 
watch a long moment of the year, Van Dyke smiling at Penendez at the Yeah, yeah. That that was that was. I mean, Van Dyke bumping that fellow was the funniest thing you and me have watched. Um, it was brilliant. Um yeah, how how bad tactically was Ten Hag? Um no cap, I thought he had a bit of a disaster. When I saw the lineup, I think when we did the pre the pre-match show um with our United fan Kev, he thought Wan Basak would start over Delot. But other than that, it was that was pretty much the eleven they they expected. The bit that we found a bit weird in the ground was putting Bruno Fernandez on the left of, of the three behind the striker, because he's both in Fernandez and he's quick. Playing Vegos as a ten and playing um Rashford through the middle. The one thing you'd thought you'd have done is just played Rashford on the left because Rashford's caused Trent loads of problems playing left left wing. So I sort of feel like why change it? Because I don't think playing Rashford centre was going to do him any favours. Now listen, if we're being honest, Rashford has the, the first real big chance. Um, where to be honest, he should do better with it. Really, it's, it's not not the best finish, but yeah, it was a, it was an odd one. You just think if you've got a batting ram like Veghorst, use him. It just seemed to, I don't know, he seemed to play the Liverpool's hands a little bit. And then on the right wing, they just had a fidget spinner who spent all day just having a, having a sulk on trying to start a fight with everyone and just didn't do anything. It was um, for £100 million, £100 million. I'm still not seeing it. I still don't get the hype. And you got Sancho there, who was actually in a bit of form, sat on the bench, didn't even bring him on. It was just ridiculous. Um yeah, Laszlo's, yeah, I agree, Lazlo, Russia had to start on the left. It was a bizarre decision. Yeah, it, it felt a bit of, um, I think, Sean had Keith Cullen on the fat back force. He got a bit of the peps. He just decided to do something radical for the sake of doing something radical. I don't really understand why why he went down that route, to be honest. Um, you know, walking on 97, thought our front three looked so fluid yesterday. The three of them, we rotated and popping up everywhere. It's fantastic so you, it was, because um, I think now we're starting to see the benefit of them playing together. Um, and I'm pleased with the Gakpo one, because there was a lot of so-called experts, uh, social media-wise, who, who tell you, we don't need another left-sided forward. This is a ridiculous time. It's not what we need. And I think we're seeing a game with Klopp, just because they play in a certain position for another club doesn't mean they'll play that position for us. So with Genie. Genie was a number 10 or left-sided attacker. End up playing centre mid for Liverpool. That that's his position. Gakpo to me just looks like he's going to be a number nine. I don't think he could. I think he can play left if needs be for fluidity, but it just looks like that that's his new position now. So right, let's go through. So tactical wise, Liverpool four three three. But again, four three paper. But I would say Klopp seems to make it more of a Gakpo as a ten. So at times we always played like a front two. I think the only thing that we struggled with a little bit is when United's time was for goal kicks, where they kept just passing it square and six yard box and then run out. I think that was leaving gaps then behind. So we stopped doing that. And then I think, the, as Gav pointed out there the other night, um, the, once you let the hair pick a pass, you can't pick a pass. It's not a game. And it really nullified them. I mean, the little guy at the back, Martinez, it was absolutely hopeless. All he wanted to do was kick people. He had no self-awareness, no knowledge of what was around him. It was ridiculous. So we will we will see. Uh, Emmett in the chat here. Uh, at one point, VVD and Robbo were 
was <laughs> was talking Anthony on the sideline. I thought he was going to get put in rows. Yeah, Anthony was weird. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about it more with Pete here, but if I'm going to be honest, the performance of an Anthony, Luke Shaw, they kind of reflected their captain. I thought their captain was an absolute disgrace. Um, if you play for Liverpool, I just want the captain to stripped off him and I just wouldn't want to see him playing. As good of a player he is, and he's a good player, as soon as he goes 2-0, it's arms in the air, it's refusing to chase players back, it's diving, and it's just doing nasty tackles, you know, trying to hurt players. It was just, it was like watching a petulant five-year-old. It was, it was ridiculous. I mean, Bajetic went past him, he tried to kick him and just stood and watched. That was it. It's like, that's your captain. You know, and then even Neville pointed out, five minutes to go, he's kicking off at Van Hal for not taking him off. You know, how dare you leave me on? You're the captain. You know, he should have calmed it down or he should have tried to do something. Kicking people and just falling over just wasn't really going to help anything at all. Um, what else we got here in the chat? Uh, Darren Dunbar, uh, love Canati shouting at players. Uh, he's got a lot of maturity for young sense. But yeah, I just think that's our best back four. Um, it's got the right balance now. I think Canati's really grown into that maturity role and... I think he helps Virgil. I think he brings the best out of Virgil. I think he gives Trent that bit more cover because, you know, he can cover in that right back and doesn't look out of place. So, Karate's brilliant. The only thing Karate did wrong yesterday was he, he he didn't score. That was literally the only thing he didn't do was, was score because his head was just wide. Other than that, you know, he was excellent. And I mean, to be fair, the whole, as a team performance, uh, especially the second half, it was excellent. First half, the narrative that it was a dot, you know, it was all Man United. I think in, in the ground, it felt like fairly even. We were good first 20. They came back into it. They probably had, I would probably say they had more of the chances. You had the Bruno header went just wide. You had the poor Rashford finish. I think they had a free header, which they didn't make much, much of it. Um, we scored with the only shot we have on target, but it's, and we were clinical, which is a thing we've been criticised the all season for is when they're on top, they haven't been clinical enough. So, yeah, this is something we've started out to again. Fred, Steve, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Born for born for Saturday. Yeah, we said that. Um, the the concern is we've we've done the result like this before. I think we battered Palace seven nil, and then then it's got the games of struggles. But now listen, on paper, Bournemouth should be a tie. We should be beaten. But to be fair to them, they showed a bit of fight against Arsenal and threw away at least a point. You know they should have got they should have got at least a point out of that game and they didn't, which was really really frustrating uh, for them. But listen, that's something for us to do. They're pressure on for United now. They've got Betis on Thursday and then they've got Southampton, so they're going to have to rotate. But this will be an interesting thing for Ten Hag is if he is a strong will as he sort of he sort of hinted he has been recently, and what he needs to do then is drop Fernandez, drop him for a couple of games, and just set, and don't take the caps off him. That's not what you expect your captain to act like and send the message out. Listen, Casemiro had a bad game. He was pretty poor on the day, but players have bad games. But he's trying to influence the game. He's not trying, he's not, you know, giving up and being as petulant as Bruno was. He was just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, yeah, Hannah, surprisingly, he's captained quite a few times. Um, Christ knows why. Um, I think it's just one of those, he's the best, pl- they probably think he's the best player to make him captain, but I just don't think he has the uh, the attitude to be a captain, and you know I've just not I just 
it's not something I like to see in a, in a captain. You know, you've got to keep your head a little bit, especially in that sort of situation. Uh, John Bruno went down uh, like he'd been shot with Canati. Yeah, even I think Neville called it out. Said he's gone down, uh, grabbing his face, and he had a, a hand touch him on the chest. You know, but it's a play actor thing. I mean, look, look, every club has players that do it, but yeah, he just seems to be non-stop on the floor or moaning at a referee. He's a, he's very very tired. So, but for you guys, then who? Let's let's go back to Liverpool because um, I'm sick of talking about them. To be honest, so um, oh, here you go. As Emmett pointed out, he capped them. In, he capped them in the Euro, in the Europa League final. Great penalty shootout, to be fair. Uh, not for not for them, but great for everybody else. But look, tactical what tactics team lineup. No real no real problems. I was impressed with with the midfield three, especially in the second half. I thought that's the best I've seen Fabinho play in quite some time. Because um, you know he started to look more like his normal self. That's the best I've seen Henson play on the left side of, of a midfield three. He's naturally better on the right, but I thought he gave good support. You know, I thought his distribution was was better, and you know he got got around the pitch. You know, he was pressuring them. You know, he wasn't giving Casemiro and Fred much time. And Elliot grew into the role. You know, he, he didn't shirk out of any any challenges at all. I didn't think um, he won a lot of aerial duels. You wouldn't expect him to win. And then front three wise, if I'm being brutally honest, I thought Nunes looked off it first half. I didn't. I thought his he didn't seem to have the vigor in his runs. Um, his decision making was just off. I just didn't know if, if it was um, getting too much getting too much from at all. But you know, second half, you know, it's, it's amazing the comp, it's amazing the um, confidence you get from getting a goal. Uh, Gakpo, if it wasn't for Mo getting two goals and two assists. Gakpo for me would have been man of the match. He was ridiculously good, I thought. Um, I thought his link play was good. I thought defensively he did well. And the way Liverpool set up tactically, Gakpo was always in four or five yards of space every time. Um, and he's played two or three different positions, which is what you want for him. It was probably what he wasn't doing away at Palace. He was probably too central away at Palace. So, you know, it's one of those, isn't it? Here we go. Ocean, Gakpo, I'll take my medicine there. Link up play. Took his two goals superbly yesterday. More goals than Anthony already in this league. Well, you know, I think he's now four goals in his last five games, which, to be fair, is not is not too bad at all. Not too bad. Afternoon. Incredible. Sorry, greetings from Stansted. Incredible trying to get in. Apologies. Sorry to keep you waiting. That's all right. It's all right. I've, we've done the whole game now. We're, we're finished now, mate. Good. <laughs> only, only seven goals to talk about. <laughs> only seven goals to talk about. We even started seven minutes late just to make you feel more real. So, how you doing, mate? Good, good, good. Uh, um, an interesting trip. Obviously, I have to be here every so often. But yeah, um, I don't, I don't know how you live in Britain. To be honest with you, I don't miss it at all. Cold, isn't it? Cold. Uh, yeah, but I mean, a lot has changed. A lot has changed since I lived here years ago. People are colder. Everybody's. You know, I mean, they're trying to, to charge you now for standing on the ground that you're on. You know, I'm in a Premier Inn, and you know, it's have you paid this tax? Have you paid that tax? Have you paid for your? It's incredible. I don't miss it at all. Uh, don't worry about <laughs> it. Right. So we've decided to bin winners or losers. We're just gonna, well, we know the winner, Liverpool losers, them. <laughs> so we'll just talk about what we like, what we didn't like. So um, I'll, let you, I'll let you have a, your, your say in it. Um, where did you watch it? Enjoy it? Yeah, I have to say, I watched. I have, a, I have a big screen in the garage, and you know the way you are. The first few minutes, I mean, I, you know, I 
but I, I suppose when the first goal went, went in, all I could think of was Gav being there. And I was just so jealous of him because you could just feel something coming. Um, I, I, I'm looking at it. I mean, I, I know you, you've already talked about, you know, Bruno Hernandez, but yeah, it's it just, you know, I, I, it was almost like media hype versus the real deal. You, you know, you, you hear talk about, you know, a lot of the build-up before the game and people talking about Salah's going to get butchered by Martinez and, you know, Bru- uh, Bruno, the great leader, and, you know, the the two lads laughing at Graham Sooners. You know, it's just, it's a, it's like we talked about last week. You were talking about, you, you'd felt that, um, Eric Ten Hag had done this amazing job, and I was saying, "Listen, I said he got him organised. Yeah, he's just, he just went in, and he's he's been competent, you know. But they've they've had a lot of very. If you look at the cup runs they've had, you know, every week it feels like they've played Luton Town or Wofford at home, <laughs> you know. And and yeah, I, I know they beat. I know they beat Man City, but you know, I thought Man City were poor that day. They gave Arsenal a game, but Arsenal beat them. I, I just I'd never really been convinced by them. And uh, the, the icing on the cake was him. For me, talking about how Anfield is just under the pitch and the ball is just round like everywhere else, you kind of he set them set himself up for it. Was almost like I'm just going to write everything off. It's amazing how many managers do that, though, isn't it? You, you, you know, a lot of people just don't believe in the power of the twelfth man and the yeah. atmosphere. They just don't believe in it, and they think they can out rationale, out think it. They were just the thing, I, the thing I noticed. Uh, I was lucky to go in the end. I got tickets very late. So I took my daughter. Um, not feeling hundred percent confident, thinking that hopefully we'll get something out of this, but we'll see how we'll see how it, it was more of a I didn't know which Liverpool would turn up. Mm. Less about them, it's more it was more I don't really know which Liverpool turns up because it could be the one that turned up against City or the first half is Madrid, which would be great. Or it could be the lads who turned up away at Brighton. I'm going, oh fucking hell. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was more I didn't know which Liverpool would see. But the fellow I was sat next to, we were a bit Concerned with the midfields because I think look everyone will admit Harvey was probably not the one we'd have picked. But listen, the lad did the lad did fine. He did really well second half. I felt they were too overhyped for the first couple of minutes. I get throw a tackle in, you know, make yourself known it. But just the reactions when they were given free kicks against them was just wild. It's just like it was almost like they were too hyped. It was like they were too hyped up to hmm. stamp their authority, and it probably needed a little bit of a calm head. Because it was frenetic the first 25 minutes. You know, I, I look at who's on the park. You know, you look at all the experience of Casimiro's on the park. Yeah. You know, you're looking at Veran's on the park. Just, you know, McTominay's an experienced player at this stage. You know, there's, there's a lot of Luke Shaw's an experienced international player, played in semi finals and finals of major tournaments. And he looked like a schoolboy. He looked like he was lost between two and three players. You know, I, there's a lot. I, I think but David Ahay looked like an amateur. I just think the, the the pace that Liverpool play, we've all been waiting for this performance. I mean, you know, earlier in the season we beat Bournemouth nine nil. We've we have handed out a couple of hidings, and it's never been an excuse that we're absolutely exhausted. You know, from last season, it's those are the facts. You know, lads, lads are running on empty, and it's it's been such a weird season. Stop that. If this season has felt like two seasons. You know, yeah, that's a little bit. You know, and it almost feels like we've kind of started again, you know, from, from this little mini run of, you know, f- I think five games, five league games, five clean sheets. It almost feels like we've started again. But, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I look at Manchester United and I just, they were just out of depth, Bracky. They were just out of depth. Like, don't get me wrong, they're better at taking, 
you know, I say taking out the trash, you know, they can they can go to the likes of West Ham and you know they get West Ham can be huff and puff. Well, they, 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 was, they were saying um, of the top eleven this year, the current top eleven, United have played played them and they've only won one away game. Yeah, surprisingly, because I think what it is, and I was talking, I was talking the pre-show with United fan. He said, "Like, it feels like you guys have won more games than you have." And he go, mm. and he he was quite honest. He says, "Well, we have said, but they've all been in the Europa League." He said, mm. "He said, we said it just feels like we win a lot of games because we do." He said, "But they're in Europa League." He said, "They're actually not in the league." He said, "But it just feels like every time you hear United have won, and you just forget they're in quite a few competitions." And mm. sometimes that. Um, Catches you off guard because he said himself he go he was he, he fancied his side which he would because they were unbeaten in eleven but he said like yeah. defensively he said we we need to be a bit better than what we are yeah, you know, yeah. He, he was quite brutally honest about it to be fair yeah. to him um, yeah. my frustration probably in the first twenty minutes was I felt we had the better of the ball first really but I was thinking I, I was going to go they haven't really created anything though we haven't really worked anything and to be fair to them I thought they had probably the first two or three best chances the Bruno header which a hard header. I think Rashford should do a hell of a lot better with the chance he has. Yeah, one that comes up. So I I think he should do better. I think that's Vegas. I think Vegas does better with that. But um, what do you think? I I was surprised to play Rashford through the middle. Not that he can't play no. there. Just that I would have gone. He's he's got a good record against Trent to play to play against Trent. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting the overload over over on that side, and maybe is is a case of double bluff, you know. And from here. Because the thing with Bruno yeah. playing the left in, he's a good yeah. player, but he's got, no pace, he's got no pace though, so he's not going to outrun. He's not going to hurt you in the way that Rashford, I thought, would have hurt Trent. But, yeah. you know, we've gone up the other end and done that to, done that to Shaw. I mean, Shaw, mm. I thought Shaw had improved. I really did. I mean, Shaw shocked me. I know you can have a bad day at the office, but he looked like fat Shaw that Jose Moreno was saying shouldn't be a professional. He looked shell shocked. He looked genuinely. I've always said since since Manchester United signed Martinez, for example, I don't think he's a centre half. I think he's a number six. I think he'd be a very, very good player as a number six. He looked, at one stage, Salah's got him running the wrong way. He he didn't look like his. I mean, the first rule of defending Bracky is delay. Delay, delay, delay. Every time Mo Salah ran at him or anybody ran at him, he, it was almost like he's just running back at the same pace. As I said, mm. he's not delaying that. He's not stopping and saying, "Okay, I'm going to usher you down this side the way a Van Dijk would." Salah's just looking at him, going, "I don't well, rate you." If you flick it, if you flick it over, second half it happened. And Anthony's rapid. The one they go give it, he's yeah, rapid. He's playing dead, Bracky. But, but, but what I'm saying is, he's rapid. He's rapid compared to a Henderson. Yeah, and Henderson still found a way of chasing him down, and just find enough a way of. Not this is where stats. Don't help you with people. Got, mm. He didn't put a tackle in. Said, no, he didn't need to. He got yeah. himself enough closer to him that he had to slow down and turn around. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah. And that's being humble. And I, I mean, just I, think I, I, there wasn't I, I, enough. You're always, you're always talking. If you've got half a decent coach and you've got a bit of pace, something about you. You're, a decent coach will tell you your first touch 
you should as an attacking player should be side on and should take in into an area where you want to go anthony is so preoccupied with you know wanting to do something that makes him look good the fidget he's like he's like he's like young ronaldo that doesn't want to learn you know but for me i i can't i can't fathom how stupid that lad is it felt like more second half of first half. He spent the whole half trying to posture every time. Yeah. It, it was it was posture because the funny thing was the last ten minutes where James Miller holds the ball up and he pushes him and it, it gets a free kick and he stands with his back with James Miller posture and you see Miller turn around and you can see if I, and you can see he's just a posture and Miller just looks and smiles. I just walks. I just walks away. And he looks so stupid. I thought. Mills not back down. He's just smiling, going, yeah. "I'm not falling." I was thinking, "If you're gonna do it, do it. try that with Pajetic, or try that with a kid, or try it with mm. Jones, try it with a youngster." Mills mm. just look, going, "I've been there, done it," you know, all the time. So what? Mm. Why? But I think, oh, so. But I felt we, we, we were talking. About, uh, he typified the captain, who I thought was their biggest problem, and listen. He's Ten Hag's a professional manager. I'm not. If that was my team at two 0 I'd have ripped him off, mm. and, I t- and I told him to pop my eyes, fuck off well, down, fuck right, off down the tunnel, because right. I was just like, all you did was yeah. snide at the referee, which is yeah. his game, on your ass. And when you weren't on your ass, you were trying to two foot people yeah. and petches. And then I didn't see it in the game, but I heard it later. Neville saying. He was fuming that he didn't get taken off for the last five minutes. He took he took Rashford off. He goes, take he, me off. No, he has no business being captain of a football team. I just when, off when you've got when you've got someone like Casimiro there. To be yeah. honest with you, I, I I that was me. I'd be like, listen, I'm not being funny. That fella's three or four European cups. You know, he he's contributed. Uh, you know, he's already made a difference here. Let's let's not let's all not kid each other. Let's give him. Peel. I mean, his body language. The way he addresses the players, I would say, I'll say, before, yeah, he's he's before, before, I'll say before, I'll say before, I thought Casemiro had a, had a shocker of a game. I don't yeah, think he played too in my head, though. But he had a bad game, and it happens. He was still trying to do the right things, he just had a bad game. He just it wasn't working boy. for it. it, it ha- sometimes it happens. Was Bruno Fazer, you're having a bad game, but you're not trying to even help. You just, you know, Bajetic ran past him and he went, Oh, fuck it now, yeah. I was like, well, he took a swipe at Bajetic, in fairness, and, and then missed a swipe. And like, if you're three 0 down to Liverpool at Anfield, and you know you're like, you're kicking somebody, kick somebody, like at least let them know. Listen, this is gonna, it's, you're gonna beat us, but it's gonna cost you something. And mm-hmm. I know that we've got five or six fellas that can do it back to you. Henderson, Milner will do it back to you, but at least they just. They just at one stage, our lads were. I couldn't I, delighted to see Gakpro, Gakpro like take fellas on and run running into spaces. Nobody so no even body checking fellas off the ball. They just don't have the stomach. Maybe they're just used to playing against. They used to steamrolling poor mm. poor sides. To be quite honest with you, like delighted. I, I, I was hoping for another ten minutes after that. I thought I was the icing on the cake would have been jotted. You know, to get a goal or to get a penalty or something. Yeah, that, that know, would have been the icing. That, that would have been the icing, Jota. If, if, you're, if you're damn, you can understand. Like Roy Kane wasn't even. He was beyond annoyed. It was almost like uh, laughing, know, laughing. We'll, we'll, we'll get to Roy Kane because um, I think you saw a mature person handling a 
bad defeat and you saw Gary Neville. As opposed which, to Gary Neville. Yeah, so... I mean, I will say, do, do want that when he told... Yeah, I mean, him and, him and Carragher is that double act I can't be arsed with. It's just, it, That's awful. But Keenan said it a few years ago, which was, I, I think, or as soon as both of them said, sometimes you've got to take your medicine and suck it up. And Keenan was just like, it's unprofessional. I thought, I mean, when you had never, I don't think you even played that well. You just seen him lean back when he just leant back and you could just see Sunes and Carragher through that. And you could see Keane going, you're on your own, Earth, mate. I'm, well, not yeah, getting, okay. I'm, not, I'm not getting over this. It says exactly. we've got B7, we've got B7, yeah. lad. You can't say anything. Neville, Neville is doing as usual. He's playing to the base. Yeah. Rio Ferdinand does it. I mean, you didn't hear Rio Ferdinand. Fair play to Calvin there talking about it. Rio Ferdinand said nothing, yes, had nothing to say. Whereas all week he's been trying to walk on the whole um, Jude Bellingham thing. Oh, yeah, if you're Jude Bellingham, you're looking at it and you're thinking Liverpool are, are stagnate, stagnant. And Manchester United are on the up and up, and then he goes silent. Gary Neville, I mean, Gary Neville, there's something, there's things I like when he talks about politics, but then he was silent about two things. He was silent about the Qatar takeover, which I was very surprised. I really, that would have been a chance for him to say, listen, everything I've been talking about, we shouldn't have been, shouldn't be in Qatar, they shouldn't be here. He's been silent on that, and he was silent, yes, he was petulant. And Graham Sooners, listen, say what you like about Graham Sooners, three times European Cup winner, he's won every trophy that's available, went off and played in Italy when it was impossible to get a contract there, played with two or three clubs. Graham Sooners was absolutely world-class. You know, I mean, if, if Graham Sooners wants to talk about Paul Pogba, he's entitled to. Graham Sooners was the midfielder you want. In today's debt money, he'd be 200 million without question. So he's entitled to an opinion. For Gary Neville, who has made a career out of playing with good players? If Graham Sooners talks, he should just listen. And for him to, t- you wouldn't mind if he had it just said, oh, you know, Liverpool could do something. But he was absolutely adamant that Liverpool, you could tell by his body language, he felt Liverpool were going to win three or four nil, maybe two or three nil. Mm-hmm. You know, they should have just said, listen, Graham, you called it, you've seen it. What did you see? Can you I tell love- us what you've seen for the last few? days and yeah. weeks that made you think try and learn something from someone like Graham Sooners is what I'm saying I, instead I of out bantering to play to your base I, I, I love the last line when he goes like so Graham do you want to say it again and he just went you're awfully chipper you don't always speak this much before a game what's wrong mm. with you and, yeah. he, and he just went do you think you're going to win and he went yeah I thought well fair play to Sooners I thought it's quite it's easy to be cocky after the event listen we're all cocky after that and I can openly admit before the game I wasn't extremely confident I was like if we get a draw, grand, just don't get beat. And I was generally mm. going to the game, don't get beat, because I, I hate those games anyway. Mm. Uh, so when it was like... So I, I missed the third goal. We'll come with the delights of taking your child to a game. <laughs> so I was a bit like, oh, for God's sake, you never see us beat United 3 at home. This would be this mm. been a nice novelty. So then when it got to 4, 5, 6, 7, I don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> At that point, I was so happy. But let's talk about our players. We've done losers. We can yeah. have a field day with them. Yeah. Um, Gakpo, that was Bobby Mark II performance. Confidence. The value yeah. of confidence. I mean, the, his first touch, listen, the, the ball, the, that inside channel that Robert Robertson sees. I don't even want to talk about United players out of position. Two players going to Nunes, the importance of Nunes' movement and that move. Let's not even talk about it. Nunes' quality. Somebody made the point, uh, one of the lads that contributes in, in our uh, in the Twitter, can't remember his name. He knows the game. He knows what he's talking about. He was talking about. Listen, forget about describing Nunes as being crazy and all over the place. His movement for that goal alone was world class. But the ball to Rob- Robertson has to be dealt with, and the way 
the way young Gakpo deals with it on the with, with the outside of his right foot and then up, opens the box up from it was just class for me. Yes, that was look, just class, class. And his second goal, it, it may uh, have now. I missed it. I, I saw it after. I saw it. I saw it when I got to the pub. Um, it, do you remember the Coutinho goal in the Europa yeah. League against United? Yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Had that sort of the same finish over over the head, the yeah. dink over the shoulder. Yeah. And he doesn't just, try it if he doesn't score the force one. In fairness, he no, gets, no, because he, he doesn't try that. He squared that because I think he's got Nunes on the back post for the tap in. But he's like, nah, fancy this, and you love to see that. Yeah, you love what, to see that. That's what, that's what he wants. And then look, Darwin, who I thought had a very different first half. We were a big number nine to be. And I was so pleased it was Elliot doing what we've criticised him for at times is looking for the second ball, reacting to a mistake, which was, mm. it's a shit cross by Salah. Let's be it's, it's shit. Mm. But Shaw makes a balls up at the clearance and yeah. Elliot first one on it, quick pass and mm. header. Yeah. And I kind of, once he went 2-0, I was pretty relaxed then because I was like, it's 2-0 this early. These aren't Madrid. Yeah. And I was quite relaxed then thinking... I don't. I, I just. It's how we see this out now. Is it going to be a nervy two 0 where we try and sit back, or do we go for it? And weirdly, for United, they kept going for it. And I get why, if you want to get back into it, but it was so open, and it was just really easy for us to pick them off. Really easy. Yeah, I think you're right. You're right. But they think they're better than they are. That's the whole thing, and that's the thing about momentum and confidence. You know, they're still rushing into spaces that they shouldn't be at two and three nil down. Still fancying themselves to get something and 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 that will rattle Liverpool. Instead of if I'm three 0 down at Anfield, and I'm a top top manager. I'm taking off a front runner and I'm putting on somebody to sit in front of the four, mm. and I'm just making it difficult for Liverpool. I'm taking. Yeah. I'm saying oh, this this can't get humiliating. And that was the thing, and it all happened so quickly. But a top manager just does that. Says, listen, I've, I've taken me beating here, and yeah. uh, it's, it's going to stay three 0 Maybe yeah. we'll make something off a set piece because Liverpool are a bit vulnerable. But he like Dan Hag made the point yesterday about players being unprofessional. I think he mm. was unprofessional for not doing I that. A good professional says it's 3 0 down 65 minutes in, whatever. I'm taking off a front runner and I'm just gonna make it solid. It's not gonna get any worse. Yeah, because he brought on he brought he brought some bits on, didn't he? He brought he did bring a couple of those on travel. See what time he brought them on. See, it me two seconds. Because I remember, I tried so bit to, I tried, I say he bought some bit. I forgot he was on mm. until like 20 minutes to go. So mm. that's a, that's a much of it. You know, he didn't really, he wasn't really a game for him to make an impact in. There we go. So, uh, yeah, 58, he, br- he, br- he brings on McTominay for Fred. It's a bit of a life like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's quite late. He brings Garaccio on. And this is what I'm saying. Garaccio, Garaccio, a young flit, a young flit who, who can make things happen against, you know, Huddersfield. And you know, in fairness, Fulham and player, you know, but three 0 down against Liverpool, the last, player, the last player, the last I want to bring on some. I'd even, you'd even bring on Harry Maguire to say, listen, anybody, just three, go three at the back and just, just to, just to make it difficult for them to score anymore. Let's not make a talk. But why take, why take Vegas off? Why not just say to Vegas? I don't even play as a ten. Just go, go be a big, go be a big battery roll front for me. Well, yeah, just hold it up, you know, because it. He's more than a backroom round, but he's massive. So at least give Canati and Van Eyck to think about because Rashford's pace wasn't scaring Canati. It's yeah. didn't 
it it wasn't that type of game for it. If Matip was playing, I can understand you playing Rashford through the middle because as good as Matip is, pace is a struggle for him. That is, yeah. we've seen that this year. He's, he's not, he's more flappable. Yeah, so I could get that, but I just don't know why. Just try something different. Uh, and then the main man decides, bit of a lucky deflection, but just decides, weaker foot. There's something about a shot coming off the crossbar while the keeper's yeah. mid-air. Yeah. Aesthetically, I, ju- yeah. I just always think it yeah. just looked so, brilliant. I remember Tony Yaboa doing it to us years ago when we were yeah. kids, playing for Leeds and just David James, who I thought was quality shot stopper. But it just he's yeah. still he's grasp. I think at at this point he's still grasping at the air. But yeah. it hit the bar at about a hundred kilometers an hour, and it's oh my, one of the best goals I've ever seen Liverpool concede. Yeah, so that's what it is. I, I think the best goal of the night is Gakpo se- second. I think that yeah. is the best goal. But I don't know aesthetically. Yeah, someone cracking it crossbar in while the keeper's better. It just looks brilliant. Yeah. It's a great picture as well if you ever get it. So yeah, and he kind of went, oh, that's. Perfect. That's just what we need now. And then it's just pass it, and and then you looked and went, "Chips, like half an hour to go." Yeah. Because also when Sal score, I thought, "Oh, it's last ten minutes. What a great time to score!" Shit, there's half an hour to go with this. Yeah. And uh, my daughter, so far, her games for Liverpool have been five five in the League Cup, which they win on penalties. Yeah. The Derby game this year, which we win on penalties, two 0 against West Ham, and the home game last year against Wolves. So she just thinks every time you yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, she's got you know. At some point, she's going to get rude awakening. This is not this is not the way football is. But I was like, this is a game to go to. Yeah, and and there's a great point by Emma Cavanagh. Darwin's header, the the header was very very difficult. The second, I mean, that's he's he's a he's a smashing header of a football. And because I I often think the two don't go hand in hand. Not all tall players are good headers of, of a football. Peter Crouch was shite. Yeah, the rule is because you don't have to walk for it. I mean, the best header of a football I ever seen, Bar Alan Shearer, probably Les Ferdinand, 5'11. You know, get up like a salmon, and it was like a volley. Do you know what I mean? Alan Shearer wasn't very tall either. Tall players, only Duncan Ferguson I ever seen being that tall and still able to really head a ball, to be to be fair, in an attacking well, sense. Well, if you look at our attackers, you'd probably still say Jota for us. He's only yeah, a little fella, but yeah. actually he's quite good in the air. He's like David Speedy was years ago. Jota reminds me a lot of David Speed. Little fella, he's rough and he and he yeah, he can he heads the ball back where it came from. He needs a yeah. goal at Silver. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Cavani esque. If you say let's throw down at the hell of the spring, he did let's yeah. throw down. He's like a salmon. Let's throw down was a brilliant player. Mm. A very, very good player. But yeah, so and then the moment we all well, one of the two moments we all wanted, Sal breaks the record. Yeah. I and mean, then you realise how ripped he is and how inif- how <laughs> you look at the look of his album. I mean, I found out most of his bookings now are from ripping his shirt. I mean, to be yeah. fair, if I had a body like that. People. He doesn't kick people. He doesn't dive. So he gets he gets well, booked. Like well, if he does dive, he's not very good at it because he never gets, he never gets a free kick on a pen. Listen, Mohamed Salah doesn't dive. If Mohamed Salah is the space he's beaten, yeah, he stays in his feet. The only reason that lad ever goes down is when he, when he gets kicked. You know, let the haters talk. He gets kicked, he goes down if he can't stay in his feet. You don't score the amount of goals he scored by going and taking a tumble every five minutes. Just don't. No. And he does, and we don't get penalties. We don't get the 34 games now without a penalty, yeah. nearly a full season. Mad man. We don't get, don't get I, I, But I find it mad the side that's in the box as much as we do, don't get many. I mean, I think United, though, this year have only had one in the league, which again is mm. a bit mad because. They're in the box quite a lot as well. So 
Ali, bro. Ali, Bracky. Yeah, Ali. The, I, I think it was similar. I watch them playing. I find that they play a lot on the break. You know, against teams that would surprise you, they're, they're, they're looking on the counter-attack. And in fairness to Rashford, when Rashford's on fire, he's taking the ball from outside the box and he's, he's doing that finish as the keeper's coming at you. Is he, are they scoring that many goals in the box? No, I, I think they've got the type of players that are very good at winning a penalty, which is why I'm surprised they've only had one. It did shock me when I found that they only had one. So it's a bit of a, bit of a funny season for penalties. But yeah. listen... Talk about the main man Salah. Um, beat Fowler's record by sixty goal by sixty games. That's mental. Yeah. Somebody That's... who was you? Somebody made the point that you know we appreciate him, yeah, but you won't really football won't appreciate him till he's gone. Yeah, that was, that that sounds quite clever, definitely wasn't me. <laughs> I no, can't take credit for that. Was, but and it's true, it's true. You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's because he's from Egypt. You know everything I always say. I, I always, I always think if his name was, you know, Morris Jones, and he was from, you know, he was from Liverpool or Manchester or London, he'd be, you know, people would be talking about Ballon d'Or. But I think sometimes, I think also sometimes you don't appreciate what you've got until, until literally it's gone. And could I, be. I think if you were seeing that, because this season's been, a, let's be honest, this season's been a shit show of a season, mm. and you definitely have heard some people on different podcasts across it going like. I didn't enjoy. I I didn't enjoy the league win as much as I should have done. I didn't enjoy yeah. all those big wins or, you know, going twenty games undefeated. Going, you realise it doesn't happen very often, you know. So you kind of got a little bit enjoy what you got. And listen, Mo Salah, I've been laughing at people who've been saying like, "Oh, he's this, he's that," you know, drop him, sell him. So there's been all that silliness on you going. Trust me, when he goes, that is a massive hole yeah. to fill. And I don't, you don't know what to replace it with, to be honest. I'm not sure. I think you have to, you'd have to buy two, <laughs> and even then, I'm not sure it works. Yeah, you know. we tried that with, with Suarez. Jesus Christ! Yeah, now trying to buy I two mean, three players. I think whenever he does go, I think it will be a, a tactical and formation change because I think also the way we set up is to get the best out of him. Which why wouldn't you? Is your best player? You, you, yeah. You're trying to get the best out of your best player, but I just like it. I liked his interview at the end. Nice and humble, you know. What's your, what's your favorite goal? He goes, the last one. Why is it means the most? He yeah. said, I brought, it's the record I wanted. Which I thought, fair play. That's quite, you know, that's the driven he's driving his golfers. I want Fowler's record. Mm. He loves, that's he loves it. Salah loves a record. You yeah, know, I think I'd say when he sees the the text only Mo Salah, you know, on Twitter every every couple of weeks, he must. I'd say he really loves it. Because you know, rivals are they're so pissed off, they got so pissed off as we all know that it becomes our only Mo Salah has more, you know, than this has done more. That it's brilliant, it's brilliant. Mm. He should change his name to only Mo. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, I would put only Mo Salah on the back of my jersey if I was here. Yeah, incredible. Six, seasons, incredible. six seasons running, 20 plus goals. Absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely, Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and then I must admit, it was quite emotional. When Bobby came on, the crowd bounced for him. That is the best I've heard the Bobby song. And that yeah. was the whole crowd off the pop of the Manchester Court. Um that I'm was with Nigel. I'm with Nigel here. I, I, I still part of me thinks he might do a U-turn. You know, he's a very emotional guy. Look, I mean, he's not staying in England. That's that's clear. No, I, th- I Spain or Italy. I, I think Spain he'd be good in Spain. You know? I could see him going to Atletico. 
to be fair, or if Barcelona are skint and they're, and they're, mm. they're selling all those players that they, they, they have to raise 178 million, apparently, they might try to bring him in on a free end. I wouldn't be good. Wouldn't be no, good. no I, I can't see him go to another English side. So No, he won't. But, he said he said already. He won't. No, but um, yeah, Bobby getting Bobby getting the last goal was just the let off you wanted. It was just poetic. After him saying he's, we know when he's going, you know, it's end a bit of an end of an era. You know, that front three is now just Mo now. It's the new front three going forward. Hmm. It was quite nice to see him finish. The only thing that let it down was the knobber who ran off. Who yeah. on another day could have broke could have broke Robbo's ankle. Yeah. And I mean, Robbo was limping the rest of the game after that yeah. soft shite ran on. And Klopp went mental. Yeah. He'd be rested. Absolutely. He'd be rested against Bournemouth now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the other fella, Timikas is unlucky. I thought he done well. <laughs> he done well in the last game. He's unlucky, but when Robbo's fit, he plays. Simple. I still think he's a level or two below Robbo, though. Me personally, I think he's good. I think he's a decent backup. But that's what I, I think he's always going to be a backup. I think he knows yeah. that. He might be content with that as well. Some some players are quite happy to be a small part of a big of a big thing. You know, sometimes that's what people want. Yeah, Matt's saying the la- the lad's sixteen. He's probably going to get a lifetime ban from Anfield. Good. You know, it- it's, it's harsh. It's harsh. You know, he's a kid. Well, he's harsh. a kid, but my I'm, sure he I'm sure he didn't mean to, to hurt anybody. You know? No, no. But my no, daughter's nine. My daughter's nine. She yeah. knows you don't go on the pitch. She's yeah, known yeah, from a very young age. You only go on the pitch when you're invited. That's that's mm. the rule of professional sport, and she's known yeah. that as a very young age. So I don't care. Sixteen. You should- you know not to run the pitch. Yeah. And look, I don't think he went on to hurt Robbo. He's really no. went on to get he went on to get a hook. That's what he went on for. But you know, we all quite all like to run on and get a hook off him. But you know, just enjoy it on the just enjoy it in the stands. You know, there's yeah, plenty exactly. of hooks. There's plenty of hooks going on in the stands. It's still difficult to wrap your head around seven nil against them. Yeah. You know, when when they're supposed to be back. You know, I as did. me as me and Trev keep saying every 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 day on Twitter, they're back. You know, to beat themselves. I mean, imagine what it's like to be them. You know, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what I think. That was the big disappointment for Neville yesterday. That I think these lads do be convinced of their own bullshit. They really, really uh, do. They they really think that someone like Eric Ten Hag is a is a great genius and a great coach. And he's, I mean, Varane. I don't want to talk about them, but it's it's just it's great to see. I don't think he's the ability that, to do. You know, John Varan. I don't think he's fit. You know, I think he's playing half cocked. You could he, he couldn't move in the last fifteen minutes. You could tell he just didn't look right. Which is again physical problems. Everybody yeah. knows he's not. He's, he doesn't want to play international football anymore. And he, he Real Madrid wouldn't give him that last contract because yeah. he, he's not able. Some fellas just aren't like Ledley King. It's probably the best after Palmer Grand, the best and a half I've ever seen. I've seen him play live, but he physically wasn't able to do it. Some fellas just aren't able to do it. They just can't do it. They have problems, and they, they, they I think Varane is one of them. They wheel, they keep wrapping cotton, cotton wool, and then the big games, they like they used to do with Ledley King at Spurs. They wheel him out and ho- hope he does it. But he's not at Ledley King's level. Ledley King really was a difference maker. I don't think Varane's at Ledley King's level. You know. You can, and you can see that yes, the people and I and I don't think Martinez is a centre back. I think he's a number six. He's best. He's yeah. He's, the little fellows we kept calling because he's yeah. But yeah, it was a. It's nice though, right? Should we talk about Gary Neville because it was fucking funny, wasn't it? <laughs> it was funny. I've never known anyone who loses seven and goes. And Kelly Cates, 
has the best They won 7 0 to record win. They didn't even play well. And he wanted to go again. And I thought, you just made an absolute prize. And Sunes was like a pig in shit. He's just like, this is, this is so from, He said, this chair, the part where he went, this chair doesn't go back far enough. That was, <laughs> that was me done. But there's part of it, there's a reason why we love, hate Gary Neville. Gary Neville is about them the way we are about our team. He can't hide it. He can't help himself. He gets the raven, and I think there's a there's there's a there's mutual respect there. You know, he doesn't yeah, pretend. He doesn't even pretend. No, but to me, I, Neville and Carragher, I wouldn't have Carragher in Liverpool games. I wouldn't have Neville in United games. Just take them off because yeah, I preferred them to when they just did Monday night football. It's hard because you know it brings out the worst in fellas like Martin Tyler. Martin Tyler should have retired ten years ago. It's actually disgraceful. I mean, you watch Liverpool score goals, and he's commentating. You know, you can you can actually feel that it's gro- it's a groan, it's groan, and it's like, oh, they've done it again. You know, it's 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 terrible. Like, whereas you compare him to years ago when he was working with Andy Gray, you know, Jesus Christ, the vowels would last thirty seconds. He was like yeah. a Brazilian commentator. He genuinely did, did, doesn't like Liverpool. Yeah, the only time I've ever heard him celebrate Liverpool goal was Salah's banger against Chelsea, where I think he lost himself. I think I think he sort of beat himself up afterwards because I think he was really upset. Yeah. But I, I generally thought the 5 0 at Old Trafford would never be beaten. But when you, and I think the reason this one hurts more, probably not because we got more goals, is you can still tell yourself that that's that United side, as well as Liverpool played, beat the 5 0. There was lots of faults of that United side, and they were just a fucking shambles. Mm. Whereas this one, you're going, well, they've actually got their, they look like they've got a bit of an act together. So I'm going, well, they look better than they have been. So this would be more of a test. And I think the fact they thought, we all thought it'd be a bit more of a test, and they just got. And to be fair, the outplayers at Old Trafford. So you thought, well, this will be interesting. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think that's what they didn't see. And I think Neville and Keane went full Evertonian. This is the thing you and me have always said about what Evertonian is saying. I fancy us for the derby. You're thinking therefore that we're we're right. Whenever Tony's are really down, going, I don't fancy for the derby. It's gonna be yeah. not think it's our day. That's when you mean. Oh, we go. It's gonna be a fucking shit game. Listen, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a grind now because they're, yeah. they're they're humble enough that they're gonna make it difficult. Yeah, of course. And they're starting so. to go like that now. United, no, I think, I think when you know, you know, that was you're right, Bracky. That that's that best side. They're on fire. They're back, mm-hmm. and they they got. Their arse is handed to them. And, you know, the only thing you can turn around and say, oh, that was unprofessional. That was this, that was that. No. I personally just think that they've played of the, well, I think they're, they're 18 games unbeaten or something like that. I think they've just played 15, to be fair to them, maybe 14 or 15 poor, poor sides. I really do. I think West Ham... West Ham should have been. West Ham... Well, but Leicester should have been tuned in against them. I mean, I'm sure Jurgen Klopp, who knows more about it than we do, was looking at those games going, look at the chances that which is they can possible, against these sides. Which is possible why you went for El- Elliot over Bajetic, just saying, I'll have two experienced heads and I'll have a lad who's got a bit more attacking play about him. 
also, to be honest, he's probably thinking of a young lad. I need to also give him a yeah. A put them on the back. Test them, test them, test them. No, don't allow only too many sides. You're right, Bracky. Too many sides said to you, no, you come to us myself. Why? Why? Mm. Why? I, 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 one side, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that to Liverpool, uh, and I wouldn't do it to Man City. Yeah, oh, sorry, you, you'd have to do it to Man City. You'd have to do it to Liverpool. Say, okay, we've no choice. But to Man United, you know, you got, yeah, like, why would you, why would you, why would you, I don't get that. Why would you? So Liverpool just didn't give them any respect. I thought, Playing if you played bad to GS, you're saying to them, okay, you're gonna have a bit of the ball. I don't think they put 20 passes together that United midfield because they weren't allowed, no. they got way past. We just took it to them. You're right by playing starting Elliot, you're saying we're gonna attack you. Actually, we fancy attacking you. Yeah. And I don't think Casimiro is the answer that you think he is. So I'm gonna just gonna bypass him. But, mm. but that's people say, Oh, clubs this, clubs that, clubs finished. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot of very happy to. Poo poo cops tactical knowledge, but him playing Gakpo as a 10, it almost became we outnumbered their midfield every time. Look at the areas, yeah. Look at the areas, Gakpo picking the ball up, central areas, comfortable on the ball, making little decisions. His decision making that's why he can play that 10 position. His decision making is excellent. That little that ball he plays down the line for Salah, meat and drink. Hmm. I mean, I'm once I felt at one stage, I felt sorry for Martinez. You know, he's running back and, you know, it's like looking for a mouse that's chasing it. But that's what Bruno Fernandes should watch going, that's proper passion bravery where I think they showed it for his second goal where I've watched St. Carragher's done with it, is he says the pass is on, he says he should pass it here really. That's what he wants, he said. He says, but it's blocked. He mm. said, so he invites a challenge, he said, which he knows he's going to, he said he knows he's probably going to hit. He invites a challenge to give him that extra half yard to get the pass off. I said, then he gets on his bike. He said, rather than inviting the challenge and rolling for 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's bravery. That's, you know, using your skill, that's inviting the challenge, not trying to con a, not con a free kick or roll on your ass. Because after a while, I mean, we could say it now because we won seven down. The referee was horrific. Both sides, he was horrendous. He definitely, the occasion got to him. Because I just don't think he knew. I don't think he knew what to do either way. Fabinho gets booked for not very much, and then a worse challenge by Henderson. He gets he lets go. He goes, ah, that's fine. But even, even the people in the crowd going, I'm not sure why you've not sure he's got away with that one. Mm. He was like that all. He was like that all game, and he's probably a penalty on Trent in the last minute. But I think maybe at seven yeah. 0 he went. I think, uh, at, I think at seven nil he was like. Uh, well, by virtue of the fact that Trent has reached around the shoulder, I think they just went 50, 51, You know. Uh, six of one half dozen of the other, so you don't you don't get them unless you've you've beaten them without touching them, touching them. You, you just don't get them. Like, you know, even Varby looking at that going, yeah, the fell yeah. trends fell forth. Fair. I, yeah, I do think though, um, if we weren't seven all up, I think one of theirs was getting sent. I think he yeah. was very. Gen- I think he's very generous just to keep it. Well, the butcher, uh, the butcher should have went. I mean, I think, I think Bruno should have gone for his for his. Yeah. Canati on the only yellow is Canati one was naughty as well. Yeah. Uh, Ray Kennedy say important uh, to take it into ball on, on Saturday now because they were lucky against us. So yeah, that's the big thing now is um I think we said this when we uh, we beat City early in the season. Unfortunately, we didn't do it, which is it's all great beating City. Like it's amazing beating United seven and you should enjoy it. Got to back it up though because mm. if we go and draw with Bournemouth next week, it's a bit like what's the point. I, you've, I just got, think, you've got to, you've got to back Bournemouth, it up now. Yeah, Bournemouth suit, Bournemouth suit, suits us. 
they try to play football. I mean, your man O'Neill wants to play football. They don't know how, you know, to to go two banks of four and hope for the best. They will try to play and we'll open them up. We'll open them up. I like Bournemouth. I like when Bournemouth are in the Premier League because they're not one of them sides that try to bore you to tears. They will try to play and they'll get results, but they don't get they won't get results against us. No, we, we beat them. We beat them. Yeah, and we beat them well. Yeah, yeah. Because they're very honest. They're very honest. And then we're on to uh, on to Madrid, then, isn't it? The small matter of Madrid. Listen, I tell you, Carlos seen that and going. Listen, lads, no, no half measures. You know, regardless of a, a three a three goal lead. So I think yeah, okay, if it was four two, I still fancy us. <laughs> Listen, we're not. It's difficult to write Liverpool out, but we're not getting that in there. There's too much, too much tactical awareness. Sure, I'd look. If we come away from never win, I'll be all right with that. Yeah. Even if we go out on our if good, we win, if we win two or three one, I'd be like, yeah, give them a, at least give them a scare. You know, don't make yeah. it one of those second, dead second legs, just like a nil nil. It's just you know, give them, you know, at least give them a bit of a scare. You know, let's make it at least a bit of well, make it a bit of fun for them at least. You know, see what we score force is interesting. Yeah, you that's know, what I think. But Liverpool, it's just like that. If, they, they frightened the light. I remember the night. I'll never forget. I was always at the fourth leg to Barcelona. We got beat 3 0. And it's the weirdest training that I've ever been. We absolutely dominated them. Yeah. In, in, just they had him. They had Messi. That yeah. free and even at, you know? even at 3 0, Salah misses a sitter. And then yeah. they miss a sitter the other end. It was a, it was a mad game. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, remember, I remember thinking, we just lost that game 3 0. I'm, I'm, I'm there be, and I'm right behind the free kick. And I'm just going, what you can do? There's absolutely yeah, that, that free kick. He's went. Oh, well. This is where I, I do think sometimes with football and, and football's very serious, very analytical. And I get that there are sometimes with some goals you, you just got to go. Oh, what can you do? I always think that with Vinicius' goal, his first goal, I'm a bit like, fuck oh. all you can do about that because the it's such a small area he has to hit to score that. And I do think sometimes you have to go. You've got to sometimes go. That's why. Great players are great players. They, they'll do things that you can't. You can't stop everything. Hmm. You know, other goals we can go through. And go that should be better. The third goal is bad defending. But sometimes I do think you sometimes have to shrug and go. What well, hmm. a minute! Let's face it. Salah's done a few of them. You know, like his City goal when he drops last five players and scores. You go can't really do much about that. Really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, he's first... the, when he's in the year, when he's in the year with the fine top corners, Salah's. It's ridiculous. I mean, he done it to Allison when Allison was still playing for Roma. Hmm. Yeah, man, do you remember that one in yeah, Rome when he gave it bet. that one? Yeah, yeah, that was lovely. Uh, Kev says, "Go there, win game, win it five 0 Fuck him. Well, I, I love, I love Kev's optimism. Uh, I, I, I just, love, I'd love to see Angelotti's face if we went over and done. I, I don't I, think I, I, I can't stand him. He annoys worries me, and he's still playing up to that. All the the Everton fans with their Carlo, the, the the fella couldn't wait to get out the door. Everton fans are embarrassing. Couldn't wait to get out the door. Couldn't leave them quick enough. They're, they're just embarrassing. So for that reason, I'll give me Lord, give us one more miracle. Miracles is what we do. The Liverpool football club, we do miracles. We do. But yeah, I just think it's a bridge too far, you know, to to beat them to zero because you you got to beat them four nil at their place and hope well, they do. Oshin has pointed out. Real Madrid have lost four nil on that date, and that's the date of the second leg. I think it's happened twice already. Uh, so I, I, love, I love when all this sort of stuff comes out because oh, you never know. Just if, if Luis Diaz was back, I'd be like, listen, 
you're dizzy them, but you just you fancy you just fancy them yeah. bend him out to do something yeah. and get a goal. Well, at, least says, at least when you're bringing off bringing Firmino and Joss off the bench, you're going. But we're actually bringing goals off the bench now. Was there's no disrespect to Ben uh, Bendo who looks like he could be a fabulous player, but it's unfair to go to a, a kid every time. Go on, win us the game. No, like, and this, this is the thing that annoys me about some of our supporters. Listen, first of all, the ump is 17. Second of all, he you know he can run at fellas in deep positions and he can you know he can break lines, but we've no idea what he does yet. Like it, mm. it, it, you can see that the cop is still trying to make sense out of what he does, where he should do it, when he should do it, and how he should do it. Yeah, like, there's another young a Polish young player playing, I don't know his name in the Was, in the Wazowski. And it's the same with him. You yeah. can see Klopp up and I'm going, I'd love to use him. But don't know how to use him. Don't know. Yeah. Like, we have to learn how to use Like, ba- 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 Bajetic was a centre-back. And mm. Klopp's seeing things in him. You have to learn how to use these players. And then they, you have to see who they yeah. who they click with. It's a it's a process. Just because somebody does something against Berries under-17s consistently doesn't mean they're going to come on and, and do it at the highest level that the game That's what I mean. Whereas, you know? but unfortunately, earlier season, he was literally having to do actually going, I've got nobody else. Whereas now mm. he's going, Well, I've got Firmino, I've got Jossa. We know what they can do and yeah. we know how we can change things to use them. Yeah. Uh, and Emma points out the big man being back as well. Canarsie being back is a massive, massive one. Yeah. And if, you, you do wonder what that first leg would have had if he was playing. Yeah. I mean, he, listen, he just gives Bre- you something yeah. else. Exactly. Brecky, there's no way through him, there's no way around him. There's no, no over way him. over him. There's no he's way set. under him. He, no way over him. He's he is literally a wall. I mean, if you're Virgil van Dijk, and you, you, I know he Van Dijk has a great relationship with Joe Gomez because they won the league together. But for me, Konate is, is is evolution. He's evolution. Mm. He's evidence that evolution exists. Somebody that size shouldn't be able to move the way he does. Just shouldn't be capable of it. It's ridiculous what he can do so for me when he's fit he plays and you know he's still 23 yeah i mean it's it's it'd be like if we can bring in another center back that's top top quality because i think two of them leave i think and um, matter believes and i think gomez leaves i just the reason i don't think he leaves is the homegrown quota the club, the club homegrown closer. We haven't got enough players who are club grown, mm. which is why for Champions League group we're in like we can name twenty four, not twenty five. Mm. So now listen, I think Gomez stays. He's fourth choice and he's a backup right back. Yeah, and I think he knows that. Yeah, so I think whoever we bring in is your third choice slash second choice. Basically, your job is like yeah. your job is to push Canati and Van Dijk, yeah. and if you're in, you're in. Well, whether we like it or not next season, we're going to have to start figuring ways to leave Virgil van Dijk out of yeah. silly, silly cup games because he played every minute of football up until he got that, that injury, I think, for a season and a half. Mm. And I love Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Dijk can't be playing against, you know, Hartlepool United in the League Cup. He can't be playing all the FA Cup games. This games are going to... He's 32 next year. We're going to have to start... The Premier League games are a must. Every Premier League game he must play. The Champions League games he must play. But 
I won't be playing them in a lot. When it when we get to the quarterfinals of FA Cups, that's when you bring out pe- fellas like Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. In the game, but it's time to start managing them now. He's not as much as he is phenomenal. It's now these are the years between thirty two and thirty five are the years you, you need to start thinking about how you. And then after that, it's a bonus. You know. Yeah. So, so uh, another top class and a half, please. Definitely. Yeah. Any names for you? anyone you want in particular? Or? I like that Guardiola. I have to say, he's one of the only players I've ever seen to play with a mask and play well. He's, you know, he's big, strong, he's quick, um, but yeah. he can pass a ball. He can bury fellas in the tackle. I think, you know, he's a he's a typical modern centre half. He can play and he can hurt you. That's what I want. And he's Kev, he's good and he's good in ball boxes. Yeah, I'd like Kev, Kev Doyle also likes uh, the Frankfurt centre back uh, and Dicker. I don't know what he quite likes as well. Available on a free, but maybe it's, there, maybe there's a deal some, done done somewhere else with him. I, I, I there might there might be yeah, there might already be a deal done somewhere else. But yeah, but Liverpool, I always think def- defender wise, Liverpool will be quite good at finding these gems. Like Liverpool can't have been the only club that you can after this buyout close, but it seems like nobody went, nobody else yeah. pushed for it unless the already news goes to Liverpool. Well, I think but, everybody. Are you talking about um, Canati? I think everybody was fixed on. The other fella up up a McCann at the oh, time. And I, think that, I think Liverpool stole a march because everybody was thinking about up a McCann. Now no yeah. one's talking about up a McCann. Everybody was trying to get him in, and it was like, okay, top yeah. the team were like, well, we'll just take the umpire. Yeah. <laughs> I maybe a bit into knowing a long time ago. I said he looks like the ball's a hand grenade on his foot. Yeah. He looks absolutely petrified of running with a football. Yeah. I said I'm not sure why he'd want a football him as a centre back for Liverpool. Not saying he's got a good centre back, but when just doesn't look like what Liverpool need. It just looks yeah. like he, he's a he's a, a very robust clogger. And I'm like going, not really not for me. It's not yeah. for me. So I'm more than happy. Um oh the someone saying the chap from Palace, I can never pronounce his name properly. Young English. Get is it well? Yeah, ex ex Chelsea is ex Chelsea isn't he? He's captain he's took yeah. the capsule on, hasn't he? Um, is it, is, I've seen a play against us for Palace. I mean they got a point out of that. Jesus, mm. I'd rather forget that game. I thought he was pretty strong, to be fair. But how was as he with lo- the ball at his feet? I, I didn't. I, I, I haven't seen nothing. So, as Lazo says, uh, quite a few were obsessed with Delict. I mean, we all thought Delict looked great for Ajax. He's not kick. If anything, he's he's regressed since he left Ajax. He probably left Ajax a year too soon, probably. Yeah, and then there was, you know, I often think different fellas react to the hype in a different way. Mm. You know, maybe but he thought he was the best centre half in the world, and you yeah. don't know. Because you know, I think when you look at Juventus, it felt like he went, well, that's a good move for a, a young centre-back. Learn of uh, Chiellini and that. That's the, that's the brilliant. That's brilliant. That's going to do in the world of good. It's it's almost like that sort of wilted him, like, how yeah. we're getting ahead of Chiellini and Benucci. And maybe yeah. that's what it was. He's just like, I can't get ahead of these guys. These guys yeah. are better than me. Yeah. You don't know. Maybe that's why he, he just struggled a little bit. So, you know. Different players, different things. Right, mate. It's a uh, quarter past eleven. So, anything else you want to bring up before we go? No, just uh, listen. I think, like everybody in the in the comments, we talk about beating Manchester United seven 0 You know, till three o'clock tomorrow morning. No problem. I mean, enjoy. It. It's like you know, I think it's the most important thing is to remember for everybody is don't write the side off. Certainly, don't write the manager off. Don't write the players that club rates off, and you know. Try to be. I just would say to people, try to be respectful to the lads that are on the way out. It was it really gave me great heart to see the way people were about Firmino. I mean, it was. It's for me. He symbolises everything that was that was good post 
post Brendan Rogers era. And he really, when we didn't know who was going to be a focal point when Klopp came in, he just brought in as a winger. I mean, the fellow's just a phenomenon. I'd give anything for him to give one more season so as fellas like Gakpo could continue to watch. You know, I mean, Bobby Firmino is that one player. Soon I said it yesterday, so I'm, I'm not going to pretend that I'm making it up because I'm not. That you could just watch him. And he's right. You know, you could just watch the things he does. Some of the assists, he's, he's you know, some of the little flicks around the corner, movement, some of the ridiculous things that he makes look easy. It's, I don't want to see him play for anybody else. Yeah. I, I mean, my daughter loves it. She's got a Bobby Firmino scarf. But of all the games she's seen Liverpool play live, that's the first time she's ever seen them score. And yeah. that's all she's talked about. Not the Salah goal, not, you know, the Gakpo goals, not, He's just like, I've seen Firmino score. In her head, that's all she needed in life was Firmino scored a goal. That's all she wants, all the all she wanted out of life. So, you know, that's the sort of thing sometimes the innocence of a child's as you go, you forget that's that's just a boss part of football. It's just watching exactly. score goals. What a show, what a show from LFC Ireland there. Firmino's the smartest Liverpool player I've seen since Peter Beersley. Absolutely mm-hmm. spot on. That's it's a great guy. And it's funny, Peter Beersley left us too early. Peter Beasley was yeah. truly world class, truly world class, and probably better in his thirties than he ever was in his twenties. Yeah, he got better. He's got older, fellas. Some players do, don't they? People are obsessed with fellas that can run the hundred meters in you know in eleven seconds. Anthony can probably run the hundred meters in eleven seconds, but the, the fella is brain dead, and he will not make it as a top level pro. He just won't. Like, Richarlison is a fantastic athlete, brilliant. Will not make it as a top level pro. It takes more. It's not all about you know having be, only fellas like Salah have everything. Then there's fellas who have the things that you really need to make other players great. And for me, you know, is you know, I, I, I really I'm hoping that we hold on to. Him. I really do because the front, the new front front liners we have, and some of them they're all very young. They're all very very young. I can just convince him to stay one more year. Resty said we need to go a bit longer, Pete, because you haven't, you haven't done a full hour's work yet. He's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm half gigging here. Sorry, Resty. <laughs> but also, uh, before we go, um, don't forget our uh, charity partners we're doing this, this year, which is uh, Breast Cancer Awareness. Uh, 12, 12 Dublin ladies uh, who are going to run the Dublin Marathon. Uh, so I think they're, I think we're over the 3K mark now, so our aim is to get them to 20K. So Links in the description below. It's just giving pace. If you can give, please give. As Kev always says, the fives and tenors get you there. If you can't give, we know times. We know times are tough. Just share it around your WhatsApp groups. Post it on social media. You never know who it reaches. And look, let's try and get to twenty quid as quick as we can. Uh, I think Gav says there's still you know people want to donate prizes for the golf day. You know, in the details below is the LFC Day Trippers Gmail account. You know, or if not, DM one of us. And we can get the information over to Gav, you know. So we're trying to do everything we can so to help uh, breast cancer awareness because it's a horrible illness and unfortunately affects far, far too many people. But also, if you could like and subscribe, and you know, sometimes you'll get two of us, four of us. Sometimes you get a one-man band for a little bit. You know, we yeah. like to do a, we like to do a mixed bag. Hold that for do your job, Mister Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> Matt saying, can we just do another full-time Reds tomorrow, oh, mate? Well, should. I mean, someone did ask, should we do a full-time Reds reaction show just watching the post-match analysis? Brilliant. Part of me thinks that could just be funny. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. 
But listen, now what we'll do is we'll let you all go now anyway. So listen, Pete, thanks for joining us, mate. And no doubt we'll do this again very soon. See you later, guys. guys. Cheers, Braggy, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.